Hello and welcome to another podcast. This, if you, I mean, is it a podcast? I don't know yet. We're working on it still. Uh, I don't know what number this is. Uh, this is not a video podcast. This is just for logos. I am currently in my, I'm going to call it a cabin, which for you patrons, you'll have seen it. I did a little walk through the cabin. So I'm sat in my luxurious leather Chesterfield chair. And uh, I'm just going audio only. I'm covered in all sorts of wires everywhere. I'm trying some new stuff. And we're going to have a guest on. We're going to have Joey D on. We were supposed to do this podcast on our hike, but the weather and everything, it was just, it was a lot, man. So we just couldn't get it done. So graciously, even just today out at Blue, was like, you fancy doing that podcast, mate? Which for Joe, very rare and a very beautiful thing. So I said, yes, mate. And even though I've had a long day, been working, been having to look after Nimbus and Timber. We've got Timber as well, who's Fern's other dog, who normally stays with her mum, but her mum's away. So we've got Nimbus, the puppy, and Timber. And Nimbus is just annihilating Timber. And also, their names are too similar to be... Timber, Nimbus, Tim, Nim. It's very confusing. And... Poor Timber, as the elder statesman, he's just getting hounded, mate. He's getting his ears nibbled, and he he fights back sometimes. And if he just did, he could just... Cr- he, what he needs to do is just sit Nimbus on his ass just to teach him once, because I think Nimbus thinks he can get away with moida, and he is doing. Right, so what we're going to do is, because we've got a lot to get through, we've got your questions, we're going to recap our recent hike and then tell you some of our up-and-coming plans. We've got some... At cemented in for a certain date which is going to be a tough gig um, and we've not really spoke about it we it's sort of, we've been talking about it for a while and then we on our hike we were like yeah let's really let's just do it so i've been organizing that so we'll get into that as well as a little exclusive but for now let's give him a ring he only needs to be on his phone i hope this works i've got my phone plugged into the recorder i've got headphones going i've got all sorts but let's see if we can get him on blower. Right. Joseph Von D. We're keeping this bit in. Might edit it out because it's not good content, is it? Sorry, also, my energy's a bit low because I'm knackered and it's like it's past eight o'clock. And I'm sort of winding down for the day, you know, like getting puppies sorted out and that. And then uh, I'm now I'm in Man Cave doing a podcast. <laughs> so I'll have to try and up my game. Joey D, let's try that. Just on a normal phone call. Let's see. Well, I can hear it ringing in my earphone. Can now they mate. Here we go. Right, mate. I th- I hope this is working. I'm absolutely surrounded by wires. <laughs> I look like you know when they you know have you ever seen Short Circuit Two? <laughs> when when the fuck it, when they rip him to bits and he's all like wires and that, <laughs> that's pretty much me. But sat in a Chesterfield chair. Um, can I get an audio from you? Can you just chat a little bit? How are you doing? I'm doing alright, mate. Yeah, right. yeah. Just got the kids down, so uh... you just put his kids down. You've heard it here first. You'll be hearing it in papers in the coming <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> bit of euthanasia, you know? light-hearted euthanasia. <laughs> Is there any other? Thanks for doing this, mate. All right, man. I appreciate it. Um, well, I wrote a few things down, but I'm gonna. I've just remembered something, so I'm gonna sack that off, and I'm gonna just say um, that a couple of days ago, Joe. Uh, for anyone who's an avid fan of latches and locks, and why wouldn't you be? 
<laughs> you'll know that I posted a, a scathing video of Joe's front gate, which just wasn't up to spec. And he was sort of skulking away in his top window, knowing fine well what was going down. But he is more than redeemed himself by... Uh, what have you done? You tell I've, me. Uh, well, I've built it. I've built a new gate. I mean, you're downplaying it a lot here, aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's I mean, actually, what I've done. Yeah, well, I've, I've built hundreds of gates. <laughs> but not... Well, I, I did, I did, I did, like, sort of go to town on it a little bit. He's gone to town on it, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you something as well. I'll put it in the, I'll put it as um at the top of this page. On for, so those on Patreon can have a look at it. Um, yeah. And also stay tuned for on latch and locks because there's going to be an absolute. I mean, he's going to reinvent himself. He's going to come back so strong with this, <laughs> <laughs> because he's just what is it? You've not used any metal, have you? Or have you? I have. I have done some. I have sort of screwed it. Uh, I mean, it, it would have held together without. Yeah, definitely. But. I mean, it's daft to do that, and if you've got them, yeah, you mean yeah, they're, they're like uh, belt and breeches, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, it looks really good, mate, but it's where the latch and the lock come into it. You can't fall down there because I've bigged this up big time, and then if you've just got <laughs> a fucking I mean, the latch and the lock's literally going to be the cheapest latch and lock you can get. Just a fucking paper clip. <laughs> it just like fails after like three, yeah, three times of shutting. It's just two pipe cleaners. <laughs> One, one's a hook, one's a circle. Yeah, mate. I'll tell you what I should do, mate. Is what I should do is I should explore the world of latches and locks, and I should. As a CEO of latches and locks, mate, that's exactly what you should do. Different. I should fit a different latch, like every month or something. Dude, you 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 are saying this out into. This is not just me you're talking to here. There'll be people (laughs) checking in on Google Earth. (laughs) Zooming in on latches. Zooming in. He hadn't changed it this month, guys. He promised (laughs) it on podcast. Hound him. Hound him out. Hound him. Attach him to locks. Weld him to <laughs> him. Um, yeah, but he looked real good, mate. You must be proud of that one. Yeah, I was pleased with it, mate. It's the first bit of woodwork I've done in a while as well. It was just nice to get back into it, you know. Feel good. Cut, I, I cut most of it by hand as well, so it was nice. You know, I don't, Yeah, it felt good, mate. Oh, mate, and I've always said this, that if I want a landscape gardener, that's I would have loved to have been a proper joiner because the bits of joinery that I used to do when I was landscaping was the... It just that precision. It's so satisfying. Cutting something to the millimetre and having it just fit and then bevel it. Oh, just, it is very satisfying. There's something about it. Yeah. I was saying today, like, finished it off and then it's that final oiling up. Yeah. Oh, is there, there's not much better than oiling something up. <laughs> <laughs> Especially your dick. <laughs> In more ways than one, mate. There's no better than oiling up your wood, is there? We're standing back and just looking at it glistening in sunshine. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Strong and firm. Strong, firm, with a, like a dusty scent to it. Right, so we're going to get straight into it. We've got a few questions. We've yeah. got, um, where am I looking here? Not a load, but we've got some. But let's just recap what we've just done ourselves because the dust has settled. It's been a couple of weeks. I'll tell you what hasn't settled my scars. Oh yeah, sorry, mate. I totally forgot. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, they're still, they're still pretty Are ripe. They? Yeah. Do you think they'll never heal? I hope so. Mate. I'm, I'm hoping for some scarring, proper scarring. Permanent reminder of that oh. fateful day that you uh, screamed like a girl. Oh man, leapt about. You, you really did leap quite far in this. I did. As well. That's like you know when a cat gets scared. It was like that, yeah. wasn't it? 
It's a mixture of a cat and an old lady getting scared. It's like when a cartoon character gets electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when a human gets boiling hot water poured on the leg. <laughs> by themselves. By themselves. That soaks through their <laughs> merino wool, which will keep you warm when wet. I can attest for that. <laughs> Do you, think it, do you think it's made it worse? <laughs> yeah, you were already, it was. The was already Dude, warm in your If leg. that was polyester, I'd be all right. But <laughs> it's just the thermal properties of uh, yeah. merino wool. Kept it next to your skin. Just kept it next to, to it. There was no cooling down. Just really kept it on that high heat for as long as possible. And you've got to salute it. You've got to salute it. Uh, yeah, so basically what happened was we were in our tents and we were cooking our boiling the bag meals. And that... There's a video coming out. <coughs> There's going to be a video coming out of all this. It's going to take me a while because this is a bit of boring tech work, but uh, chat. But I, on your go, I used three cameras, my drone and my other two cameras, and I'd got my dates and my times mixed up on them. So when I'd uploaded it all to me uh-huh. editing software, there's no rhyme or reason to it. So I've had to, oh, I'm having to watch it all through and piece it together from memory, and it is a chew. There's a lot because I'm, I've got like three hours worth of footage that I'm trying to get into like one half an hour video. <laughs> ah, so I keep having to tap out. Um, but that will be out soon on YouTube. It'll maybe be next Sunday. And there was one bit. We got to our tents and we... Uh, in fact, should we just tell the story? And we'll get to that bit eventually, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. So what it was was basically the weather was pissing it down. It was forecast to be pissing it down, so we were looking all over the place to try and find somewhere to go, and the lesser of all the evils seemed to be the Peak District. Yeah. And I'd not done a long-distance hike there or uh, been there for a long time. So I plotted out a route in my OS map, a circular route of about 35 miles. And uh, so we took it on. We've just we, It was about two weeks ago, but we got peppered, didn't we, on the first day? Oh, yeah. We got annihilated, didn't we, by the started, It started off all right, didn't it? But mm. It started off better than we thought it would start off, and then it sort of lulled us into that false sense of security. It lulled it? us into pub. Yeah. Didn't it? It did, didn't it? it did. I mean, we were, I was thinking afterwards, we were lucky we didn't sort of go that original route because we wouldn't have gone through Edale and therefore would never have been near a pub. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which would have been desperate. It would have been it would have been tough up top, so wouldn't it? Yeah, well, we'd have just hunkered down somewhere, wouldn't we? And... Yeah, but as it was, we got we got to Edale. We only did about six miles, but the weather was shit, so we just got tucked in, had a few pints, something to eat, and uh, and just camped in a campsite, didn't we? Like a couple of idiots. Yeah, I mean, it was the right choice in hindsight as well because it it continued to be horrible, didn't it? Pretty much all night. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, just um, pissing it down. And then that, and then that was the worst of it out of the way, really. So that was the best best way around, really. Before we set off, uh, Joe got himself uh, some new kit, didn't you? He got himself Oof. a new bag. New kit, man! I was dripping in new kit. I know he looked like he just fucking won a competition at Cotswold Outdoors. <laughs> just look, look like I just won a Hayes Outdoors raffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Only the, only the best items. Uh, and what he'd done is, you know, when you see, like, when two women turn up to a, or men, turn up to a wedding in the same dress, and they're like, oh, no. And I was like, what bag you got then? He's like, oh, I got the Exos 48 litre blue. And 
That's the same as my bag, isn't it? It is, yeah. I, I got a 58 there, mate. Yeah, but people flucking in can't see that little number on the on the backpack, <laughs> mate. <laughs> so I stupidly was like, well, I've got to get a new backpack. I can't be going... We'll look like we're in the D of E and I'm I'm about ready for a new backpack. I want something lighter. I'm about to do the Offers Dyke Path. I'll get the uh, Exos Pro, which is lighter. <sighs> and don't get me started on it. I mean, I love it. It's a great bag, but there's just... I, I, I can't, no, I'm doing it again. I was, I'm, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to do a full video review of it and I need to save my rants for that. But anyway... And he was also in his new Lanshan 2 Pro. Yes. Which performed excellently. It did. And uh, kindly gifted by your good self, mate. No. It was a it was a beautiful tent, actually. I, I, yeah. Oh, like... I do, I, there'll be a review coming out on my... Um, <laughs> what are you on now? MySpace. <laughs> yeah, Joe's left Instagram, everyone. He's still on there, but he doesn't go on it, do you? Nah, I just... Uh, I knocked it on the head for a bit. He's knocked it on the head for a bit, and it does everyone good. Does you good. Yeah. Digital detox, man. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was just, he's had his Coleman for like best part of 10 years or more. Yeah, more. More. And I just thought in that he's getting on a bit. It needs to be able to sit upright and have just a bit more luxury when you're stuck in tent. So I, uh, I didn't reach out to him. I just bought it out of the kindness of my heart. And lovely, because that, I think tent. that would la- is going to last you years, man. Yeah. Because they're fucking, they're brilliant tents. Um, and if you watch the videos on YouTube of the things you can do to sort of make them better and make them last, like change the guy lines and um, put some bungee cord on and all that sort of stuff, you can really get yeah. a top-of-the-range tent out of it. Yeah, and it looks good. Yeah, it looks great. I love the colour as well. That colour's particularly nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Blends in it woodland, blends in it. Ah, it's just, yeah, it's a quality tent. Um, and I was in my Gossamer Gear, the one, which is just, it, it's got what, I tell you what, it has got one of, one more chance. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it, fuck, uh, it's up in the air whether I'm going to take it on Offers Dyke Path. I'm doing that next week. Oh, are you? Which is uh, walking the full length of Wales on the English, England and Wales border. Nice. Um, it's about 200 miles. And I'd solo that, but I'm just up and I, if I take it and it and I get soaking wet, then I'm just, I'm, it's, I can't handle it. It's just not for these conditions. It's only good for like the middle of summer if it's windy when you don't get condensation. Otherwise, these single wall tents, when they're so small, are just, you might as well be out in rain. Because it's, yeah. it's annoying. You get wet even if it's not raining. Yeah. Pain in ass, mate. Pain in ass. So I've just got another... Uh, you know, t- let's not talk too much about tents because I could go forever. But um, yeah, I'm just putting my kit together and I'm just thinking of what tent I should take. Answers on a postcard. So anyway... We I have... mean, that tent, that tent you had seemed all right if it wasn't raining. But I mean... It yeah, it's it great. I mean, it's half the weight of the Lanshan. Can you imagine that? Yeah, but it's like we were saying, it's half the tent. <laughs> that's true. It's not, it's not surprising it's half the weight. Yeah, it's that's... literally half the tent. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and that extra space at Lanshan, even just for one person, you you do use it because you can put all your kit inside and just have that feeling of like, oh, cool, I can, Yeah. you, you know, you can even cook in there and do what you want. It's mint. It was ultimate luxury. 
Yeah, for you. Especially yeah. coming from coffin. <laughs> from fucking from feisty coffin, mate. That was a palatial, wasn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> no, and lighter as well. If you've got you, you've yeah. already got your hiking poles. Yeah. And also, I'd say people say, "Oh, the, the hiking pole tents that you know they're not good at wind and that." And I disagree because a hiking pole is going to snap. I mean, a tent pole is going to snap before a hiking pole snaps. There's no wind yeah. that's going to snap a hiking pole. Well, I suppose the idea is that the, the tent pole is just more securely part of the tent, isn't it? They tend to be under tension more, whereas the, I suppose what they think is that it is a bit more sort of wobbly. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I've just found that, like, especially that, like when you do the mods to the Lanshan where you, with the new guy lines and you pull the guy lines from the top, like you were saying, that bloke. I watched that video, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's gone to town on it, hasn't he, with all these mods? Yeah. Like, I've done a few mods to mine, and I was going to do a video on mods, but then this guy's got, like, loads. And yeah, got, I ain't got time to be... Video, really good, yeah. I ain't got time to be, like, taking <laughs> apart the stitching and threading bungee cord. Like, all that sort of stuff is too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, But when once he'd got it all that, like that, and he'd put all his proper guidelines on, I'm like, that is a solid tent. Uh, it'll hold up to British winter, I think. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not daft, yeah. it was pretty good. Um, so anyway, yeah, that first day was pretty much a, much a washout. We just, it was just pissing it down, so we got in pub. Um, and then day two was a. Uh, this was the where we got the the meat of it. That's where we got the most of our hiking done, and that was a beast of a day. I'm yet to go through me uh, OS map to see how many miles it was, but mm, eighteen to twenty, something like that. Eighteen. I'm For guessing. that second day? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon 18. Yeah, because we did push on. It was about 18, but it was... It was meant to be about 17, wasn't it? But then, I think with a few detours, etc. Yeah, you always round it up, don't you? Uh, I'd round it up anyway. Makes us sound more heroic. Uh, but that was just a bit of a... That was a leg pumper to start the day. and it, But a glorious day. Really varied terrain. We had all the weathers. Um, and because I'd plotted it on my GPS, there was there was some bits where we were just sort of like getting guided through these marshlands by someone who'd put sticks on top of these knolls. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was immense, wasn't it? Yeah, they were like cairns, like, as you it would was a cairn. Really weird, almost Viking esque, because that landscape felt a bit like that, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, if it was misty, that would have been what it would be like. Yeah. Yeah. But back in the day, it would have been just like skeleton, like a leg or a yeah a spine or something. And instead of a cairn, yeah, and just instead of cairns, which is normally people put loads of little stones into a pyre so that you can sort of, gives you the direction you're supposed to be going in. Someone had just come and driven these big sticks onto these, like, tufts of grass. Yeah. And it helped us, though, because we were like, there's another, there's another. Oh, it helped. And we managed to cut our way through, pushed on, right till limit as well. We were both getting pretty knackered thinking we yeah. need to find somewhere decent to pitch up and pff, we found some we, we was pretty much the perfect pitch wasn't it oh it was, it was just what we needed at that point wasn't it yeah it's what we were imagining and hoping for and it, and it delivered didn't it it was that it was worth that extra oh, yeah. motivation to get down off that because it would have been nice to camp up there but it wasn't really an ideal spot we weren't and it was a bit windy. It just didn't feel... We'd have been fucking smashed in alt heather and that. But then we we, yeah. we, re we got down to the bottom of the valley and we were just blessed with, like, 
a river that we camped near. We could swim, well, we could dunk in it. Uh, just a beautiful valley, no one around. It was perfect. Pitched our tents close together. Um, and then went to cook me meal. And also, side note, Expedition Foods. <laughs> I mean... I, I hope I was as scathing in the video as I feel now because I can't. Rem- I'm yet to look at the footage, but terrible. I, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they just if they dropped the ball on that particular packet and someone was like, "Ah, it's nearly five o'clock. Just chuck a fucking bit of sawdust in there. And let's go." But it was <laughs> fucking. It was terrible. Made worse by the fact that I was boiling my water and I went to grab my titanium which is a very very powerful heat conductor <laughs> pot with one hand and it just i grabbed it realized it was scalding my fingers and sort of jerked and just jerked the water all over my thigh and it went through <laughs> my merino wool and just sort of stuck i was like pulling it away i yelped like we just spoke about uh at the at the, at the top of the show and i was just pulling a bit of skin were coming off it was uh it was brutal. It was brutal. And then I had to just soak my shorts in river water and hold them onto it. Because that's how you go. Because I might have microdosed some mushrooms as well, just because it's nature's bounty. Um, and that's not what you need, is your leg, literally the skin of your leg melting off. No. It's not, is it? Anyway, but yeah, we had that. Expedition Foods, I am going to just... I ain't going to put you on blast too much, but... Man, it was the worst camping meal I've ever had in my life. It was so bad. The bit it was just crunchy. I left it stewing for ages. It was crunchy. There was nothing in it. There was like a, half a cup of food in there for ten pound fifty. Oh, can you believe it? Ten pound fifty. I like mean, it's just it's a cost of living crisis. Disgusting, 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 mate. So I've shopped about for my uh, offers, Dyke, and I got, what did I get? Summit to eat is a better thing. And I'm going to put a load of trail snacks and do some jerky and and um, stuff like that myself. Because I ain't paying £10.50 for a fucking bag of slop. Uh, <laughs> anyway, then we got up. We were suitably fresh, refreshed from there. And then the next day was just a cruise. It was about 10 miles. We managed to have a wild swim. We managed to forage some berries. We found some mushrooms, cooked them up. Joe found some... We found some and you took some home, didn't you? Some field mushrooms. Did, did yeah, and they were delicious. Were they good? How did you cook them? Really good. I just did them um, cast iron pan, nice and hot. Perfect. And, uh, you know, a tiny bit of butter, yeah. um, a little bit of garlic. And that, that was it, mate. On toast or just yam them out at pan? On toast, egg on top. Oh, he's tre- He's spoiling himself. Oh, it was delicious, man. Was on it? sourdough as well. Oh my god! And did they hold their cooking well? Did they? Were they firm? They were excellent, mate. Honestly, like I said, to you, like I texted you didn't I, afterwards. Ooh. I was like, I'd forgotten because it's been so long since I picked any fi- like field mushrooms. That sort of branch of like you know essentially white mushroom yeah, yeah, that you yeah. get. What you know the the grandfather of the supermarket butter mushroom. Yeah. Um, Ages since I picked any, and they were up there with some of the best woodland field really? mushrooms. They were incredible. The taste was well, I guess, know, just as good. I, just guess, as um, good. I guess there's a reason why they've made it onto every full English breakfast plate in the UK. Yeah. They must be doing yeah. something right. Yeah. You know what I mean? The humble white mushroom. Yeah. 
often gets overlooked for its uh, more frillier, colourful and fancier counterparts, doesn't it? We're like, you know, you look at uh, Amethyst Deceiver or whatever and they're bright purple and they're all fancy pants. Yeah. They're not much on taste to them. Or texture. No. So that's good. It's time of year. We, uh, I went out foraging with Fern actually yesterday. We went, uh, what did we get? She was getting some stuff for uh, making um, uh, chutneys. But uh, I was looking for mushrooms, but there was nothing down here. Uh. Dude, the seasons are to- totally different. So as I'm sat here now, I'm looking out my window. I think I can see there's blackberries everywhere. All fully ripe. Yeah. Brambles are out everywhere. Plump, ripe. Dude. Um, we've just been and got plums and apples today. That's bonkers. It is bonkers, mate. And then, and but there's no mushrooms. Like, yeah. like no fungus out whatsoever. And then I'm up in north, up north, and there's like chanterelles. There's them field mushrooms. You can see fungus coming through, and the brambles are all gr- like tight and red and green. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Just after like just if I mean, how far away am I? I'm in a different country. And there's bananas, kiwi fruits. <laughs> uh, that's what it feels like. But just that little change in temperature and everything is com- is like maybe four weeks difference. Yeah. So I could go up north and like like pepper all seps and then come back down here and get it like best of both worlds. Because I follow a lot of people online um who do mushrooms and I like keep my I keep my eye to ground, my yeah. ear, ear to ground. Sorry, and they've been out up in Scotland for a while, and then they sort of you see people putting posts on, and you can see where they're from and stuff, and it just sort of gradually works its way down the country. But, um, yeah, seps are out now, um. So we found well, some of them, cooked them up, and it was a real good hike, wasn't it? Like we got lovely. our mad day out of the way on the first day. We sort of had maybe four pints. Yeah, um, and that's what felt good because then we, you've got you've got another you've got another two days of hiking to get all that out of your system and you go back feeling pretty refreshed. Oh, I d- well, I went back and I just slept in my van at uh, side at road uh, in Harrogate. Yeah, <laughs> and, that sounds uh, refreshing. <laughs> and then went to be best man at my mate's wedding very next day. <laughs> killed it, absolutely killed it. BTW. It was a real nice wedding, actually. I was ner- I was nervous a bit about speech, but it was like, everyone's on your side, aren't they, when you're doing a speech? Oh, yeah. You can yeah. Tell, and then you can't gauge whether you're actually funny or not, or whether people are just humouring you. And that's why I did a questionnaire at the very end. I didn't let anyone leave. And I was like, look, guys, really, though, was I funny? And the answer was no. No. So, no, you're not, Paul. You're not funny. Uh Right, let's get into some questions. That's first half at podcast was just a little catch up. So what we're going to do is I told you about what we've been doing. We're going to do some Q and A's, and then we're going to delve in a little bit. If you've got enough time, Joe, we're not going to. It's not going to be more yeah. than an hour. From, so we've got you know whatever, um, and then we're going to delve into a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Um, an exciting little adventure coming up. But first, let me just get these up. We're going to get into some questions. Rachel Gillis, RG, RG, friend of the show, yoga teacher. Oh yeah. Why you say it like that? I remember. I yeah. Remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She did. Our, she entered the tattoo thing as well. Yes, I remember. Yeah, well, there was outside work there with boyfriend with 
fucking colourful tats. Yeah. <laughs> you have shades yeah. on and that. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Hi, Rachel. I hope you're well. Sending you nothing but love. Um, what type of Hoover do you guys have? <laughs> wow. I like that question, actually, because guess what? I'm fucking gutted that I've moved down to Ferns. She's got a Henry the Hoover, which is all right. She's got what? A Hen- cut out then, like it was some sort of like weird... What, like sponsored, like a Hoover sponsorship yeah. had been like that? Literally, just the name. It Imagine that. And she's got a sort. She's got a. Imagine it, it, that. It, it, and then, and then uh, when you, we play it back over, there's like an AI voice going, Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> and I said like Henry Hoover, and it's like yeah. she's got a Dyson Hoover. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what it'll be in future. Just like, just. <laughs> Because you're not going to go yeah. back and check everything, are you? So you can just chuck in, wor- chuck in words anytime you want and get what's it. What? And, uh, uh, yeah. I'm going to buy. Get me some Seabrooks. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Then we had a drink. We had a drink at the end of it all and we had a wonderful pint of Foster's. And, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, what type of Uber? Well, I'm going to nerd out on Uber's here a little bit because... Have you ever, or do you own, a cordless Hoover? I don't. Or own vacuum a cleaner. Hoover. I should say vacuum cleaner. Yes, you should. Yeah, I don't own a cordless vacuum cleaner, but I do own quite a badass vacuum cleaner. What is it? It's a shark. Oh, when Powered I would lift away. Yeah, when I was doing my research about who uh, vacuum cleaners, which I have done, I went deep. Yeah. Then yeah. two names that come up often are Dyson and Shark. Yeah. Anyone, anyone else is just not no point. Yeah. And uh, so you plug it in. Is it like uh, what yeah, sort of talk is for it, mate? Yeah. Uh, I did a lot of research, also, mate. Mm. I think we got it about two years ago, something like that. Upgrade. I'm finally sick of the one that you know the classic Hoover that spits out more dirt than it Hoover's <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I've just hoovered that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Like, where's all that come from? Why am I coughing so much? <laughs> sneezing. Um, so, yeah, it's a shark. Yeah, shark, a classic. Oh. Or, uh, it's not the cheap one. It's not, you know, it's the sort of like, I think it's the mid-range. The mid-range shark. I they like maybe it. do three sizes and it's the middle size. It's not the massive one and it's not the tiny one. Right. Because um, they're just based on like, the size of the tank, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's cool, mate. You can lift it off. You can, you know, you can use the 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 wand thing, the oh, main. Yeah, you know, I love it. Could you what, uh, hoover your car out with it if you wanted to? Yeah, mate. Yeah, you yeah. can have. Yeah, it's got a whole car set. Ah, oh, of course it fucking has. Oh yeah, in oh. every nook and cranny. Yes, mate. My, well, I went. I went cordless, mate, and then I'm like, now I've I've had to go back to cord because Fern's got a Henry Hoover, but cordless is the truth just yeah. charge it up and just up and down stairs yeah oh, mate, i could see the benefit of that for sure yeah it's absolutely beautiful i really and, I, and when i'd use it and i'd be i'd be like i'm loving using this because it's not like an event where you've got to get it out wind all shit out plug it in and be like, right now i'm hoovering it's just i'd walk past it and just be like yeah come here Do str- straight on and just fucking dance around house a little bit yeah like a little quickie yeah, just a, yeah, a little quick here and there. You know, small mm-hmm. bites. Yeah. I once bought a Hoover for my old house, <laughs> right? And I got 
because I didn't want to spend all, like, at the time like Henry's were quite expensive and so I got this thing I think it was called the Titan something or other but I got it from Screwfix because I had an account with Screwfix <laughs> and it turned out that it was an industrial like vacuum cleaner for builders to suck up brick and fucking yeah. and all that sort of stuff and it it was stuck onto the carpet and I couldn't get it off carpet. It was like <laughs> ripping off thread out of carpet and that. Just <laughs> it was absolutely, it was too much. For it. I mean, respect to it. But I've, I've got to say, I've got, um, I've got a screw fix builder's hoover. Yeah, any good? And I've had it since we moved in this house. So that's eight years ago. And it is flawless. Oh, incredible. Wonderful. It'll suck up anything. Yeah, so you've got to have, you see if you have something like a shark or a Dyson, yeah, you've got to have that if you do manual work because you'll absolutely screw your premium back. back yeah, oh mate, mobile, I are plugging holes and just and and using my premium uh, electric <laughs> Dyson to suck up the fucking brick dust, mate. I'm not an animal, yeah. although it would, I'm sure it would do very well at it. I mean, this, it's not this a risk. chat really has gone deep. Right. We're about 20 minutes into oh, this. We're out of time. Sorry, everyone. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Link below to the wow. uh, shark. I mean, she knew how to push our buttons there, didn't she? She really got us going there as well. She's got two likes for it as well. She's got to have a third one now because I'm going to like that. Right. That's good. <laughs> Where do you go from there? The dizzy heights of Hoover's. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, it's a, there's, there's a few. Let's get through them then. Eh? Uh, if you were to have a tattoo on the end... The, oh, sorry, this is from uh, Jane Pete. Jane and Pete? Or no, Jane, Jane Pete, spelt P-E-E-T, as in oh, why okay. the lakes in the peaks are so brown. Oh, if, right. If you were to have a tattoo on the end of your nose, what would it be? End of your nose? Would it be a B? If I'm honest, it'd be a freckle. Yeah, just, I don't. Just tattoo a brown freckle on the end of my nose and let me fit go. A lot on, it won't fit a lot on the end of your nose, would you? That's the problem. No, and it looks shit. And you go cross-eyed. You'd have yeah. to get a freckle, but if you're not very freckly, you'd, you'd be like, ah, I might have to get a few freckles. And then you wouldn't know when to stop. And then you'd just be like, I've gone. it's almost like blackface. I've gone too far. Yeah. My whole face maybe, is a freckle. Maybe I could just have like a little really thin line. So it's almost like a sight, and maybe that would improve my. Um, oh, like a crosshair. Like improve my slingshot. Yeah, yeah, nah. Well, yeah, you might need uh, like a what a crosshair on it. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a scope sight. Yeah. I'd look mint. <laughs> I'd look mint going into school, going into teach with that on end of your nose. Why have you got that? What's that? Oh, Prove me catapulting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? Uh, no. No, not, not one little bit. Off. It just makes me go cross-eyed. <laughs> and my wife's left me. <laughs> right. Okay, right, cool. Uh, Bobby Willis. Is it the same Bobby Willis? Who uh, I think one of the um, raffle winners called Bobby Willis, I believe. Who won the... It might be you, mate. It might not be, but won the... Uh, the Hillyburg. And I met oh, him, actually. Nice. He drove and met him and his dog. Give him some beers and that. If that is you, Bobby Willis, hello. If not, still, hello. Do you think you could manage the entire trip using each other's kit? Question mark. Well, yeah, because Joe pretty much has what I, my kit. 
He has my bag. No, I just have your kit. My no, tent. No. Uh, quite easy. Quite easily. Yeah, I mean, it would. It'd be a bit of a downgrade for you, wouldn't it? But not a, like not a significant re- one where you would just like crumble. No, and fail. Well, uh... It wouldn't be because yours wasn't that heavy. No, your, your kit isn't no. that heavy. I would love to have weighed yours actually, but you have got pretty much. I mean, it's not like you're packing. You know, massive no. steel pots and pans hanging off your bag and all that. No. You've got titanium cups. You've got small stove, your small yeah. pillow. I, yeah. I think we could easily. I think if it was a f- maybe a few years ago, then it would have been a vast difference. Yeah. In a uh, in a uh, me using Joe's stuff, but I think now, pretty pretty similar. Yeah. Although, if I knew it was going to happen. I'd I'd obviously scuffle you and bring like the heaviest stuff I could think of. Like. Well, if we're getting into that, then yeah, I'd put all fucking barbed wire on handle on straps and that. <laughs> I just meant like, mate, I just meant like slightly crapper gear. I didn't yep. mean like you send you one of mine to hospital. I'll I send one of yours like, to morgue. Put like a, a bomb in it. And then... <laughs> I'll put a little, I'll put a fucking adder in there. Oh, he's been bit by an adder at the back of his head. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> took it too far. The artist formerly known. You can finish it. I'll start it. Art- Go on. Shitlord. Yes. See, Joe's, Joe knows, and he doesn't even have you. He doesn't even have all questions up there. The artist no. formerly known as Shitlord. I wonder if you. <laughs> it's such a good name, isn't it? Like, well, I wonder if he was ever just called Shitlord. Sir Shitlord a lot. Yeah, just Shitlord. Oh, he might have been, and I didn't notice, but. That's a good name. How does Joseph von Jurex feel about his best friend? About his best friend is a his best friend is a born again shandy pants soft southern fairy, and should Hazy lose all of his whippet and tripe and cow heel privileges? Uh, yes, is the answer to that. Yes, I should use all lose all my privileges. <laughs> I mean, it's a we all know that it's you know it's a cry and shame. And um, it is a crying shame, but instead of it being like I should lose my privileges, it's more of a, like an actual crying shame. Like Yorkshire got a little bit less Yorkshire when I left. <laughs> Didn't yeah. it? Poet- poetic, really. You were like, yeah, it's like one ball short now, isn't it? It's one ball short, but one ball more to worth it to where I am now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little bit more northern down south and that's how you've got to do it you've got to take your Yorkshire with you you've got to take your northern with you and be that be that well, little pocket of northernness I mean I, I heard a rumour that you know the house prices have gone down quite considerably down down in Worthing so I think I mean what you've done is taken a bit of that you know northern house price thing and brought it down south so it's a good thing that's mate. a good thing isn't it and also good to tell everyone where I live thank you for that <laughs> Give him my address or not? <laughs> yeah, I am near Worthing. <laughs> In that area between Worthing and Brighton. <laughs> but that's. That. I don't even know where that is, mate. So yeah, it's just. Well, I'm north of London. I'm on the south coast below London. Um, which is a you know I have been struggling a little bit with nature side of things but i'm looking on bright side and things are getting better they've got they've got the south downs i've been foraging ferns taking me to all the places 
And my mate Daniel Mann has um, given me a couple of really good dive spots because he says it's mint for spearfishing down here. When ty- when the when the clarity's in, he said it's mint. So it's looking up. Right. Jezza. Hi, Jezza. You wonderful human. Say hi to Jezza. Jezza, hi. There you go. Have you thought of doing a long hike dressed as Bilbo Baggins and ha- and now you have thought about it for a split second. When can we expect this video? <laughs> Fair dues. <laughs> Fair dues. Well, we do talk about it a lot, about not necessarily dressing up as Bilbo Baggins, but that era. Not that it is actually history, Lord of the Rings. Um, but there's a romance and a sense of real escapism when you... When you think of them and they're just there like wool blankets with their simple swords and just living off the land. It's, it feels good and it's so much nice to talk about when you're out hiking and that. Yeah. Do you agree? I do. There's always a longing for like yeah. a nostalgia, isn't there? Yeah. Or bow and arrow. Because you look at your modern equipment and as, and as beautifully comfortable as it is, mm. it's, it's also doesn't have that aesthetic it's a bit sterile isn't it yeah yeah it tends to be bright doesn't it it tends to be like yeah we talked about this didn't we the cheap feel of 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 increasingly light equipment yeah and uh there's a bit of that about it you know oh it feels cheap but don't feel cheap on wallet does it (laughs) no ironically it's like a wool a good wool shirt oh and, oh, uh, that feels so nice, doesn't and, uh, it? But would you want to run up a hill in it? Probably not. No. My favourite bag, my bag that I use more than any other bag is my canvas, my green canvas Fjell Raven bag. Heavy as fuck. You could not, you know, but it just feels, it's just a feeling of like, it just feels good because it's canvas. And I know that in years to come, it's going to look just fucking worn and amazing. Yeah. Whereas... <clears throat> my Exo Pro, I can't see that lasting me four or five years. No. Because it's like, it's super lightweight, but you sacrifice so much in that. Yeah. And so there is like, and with the Bilbo Baggins thing, it's nice to think you'd have a little sword. I'd, why is that? Is that just lads do think like that, blokes? Or is it women think like that as well? Just like having all the stuff on you, but you might have to defend yourself against orcs. Yeah. Is a great feeling, isn't it? It is. I think I'd go for a spear, wouldn't you? Because it's like multifunction then. I'd go, well, I was going to say a bow and arrow, but I've seen your catty skill, so I would definitely, if it was me and you, I'd put you on spear or, yeah, like a net. Well, yeah, because then you've got a walking stick, you've got a fighting device, you've got a fishing device, you've got. Oh, here he goes. Yeah, that's good. That's actually quite good. <clears throat> yeah. You've got a fishing pole. You can pitch your tarp with it. Yeah. Spear. Your DD super light tarp. <laughs> no. no, your canvas tarp, whatever. Yeah, you've got a spear. It's not good for fighting, though, is it? Um, good for stabbing. It's good for stabbing, but are you having a metal end to it, or is it just sharp? Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm having a metal end, yeah. Yeah, I'm having a metal end. It's not a staff, it's a spear. So you could maybe have that and then couple it with um, like a melee weapon, maybe. Because that's going to be, you don't want to be too overladen with heavy stuff. So you could have something that, like a, something like a bolas or something like that. Yeah, something like that, or a little, a little mini hatchet, or a, 
Yeah. Like a, because an axe, again, is a multi-functional tool. Yeah. So if you've got like a little hand hatchet, so if anyone gets past spear, they're getting hatchet bonds. Yeah, yeah. Tomahawk even. Little tomahawk. Very yeah. fast, rapid. You could use it for whittling. You can use it. Yeah. That's actually really good. And I'll have, I'd go for a bow and arrow. Yeah. And a longer sword, like a normal sword. On my back. What are you going Yeah. On your back? Yeah. <clears throat> I've always wanted to draw a sword from my back. It's actually really difficult, and I don't think that many people carried them on their backs like that. No. Because the dexterity to get that out in a hurry, yeah, very difficult. And you won't be able to keep your eye on it. I don't know if I that's just you, a film. I just you pull the muscle just as you're doing it. Oh. It's so embarrassing. Move it. You just be like really sh- crap at fighting. You're just like, ah, add on. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Oh. Wait. Hang on. He's on with this, mate. Will you? <laughs> this is too heavy Just as well. That bit there. I'll put Lower. it in. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got to be a hip drawn thing, and it. And so maybe I wouldn't have a sword. Bow and I, I feel like bow and arrow is good because you could be very stealth. I think bow and arrow is just a really nice knife. Yeah, bow and arrow and a like a dagger. A bow and something arrow. I, I want stab. something a bit bigger than a dagger, mate. Right. Because if it's getting if it's getting a bit fruity and they get past your spear which inevitably they will and obviously i won't hit anyone with archery whatever we're going to be stuck with our what you've got a fucking tiny little grantsus brooks and what have i got a knife we're getting slain right Mm. good question actually well i think we turned it into a good question (laughs) all right (laughs) i mean i could talk about that forever about like what weapons you would take back then in the Hobbit times? Because yeah, we but if we as long as we ain't got magic, you can't get magic involved. Because then you'd be like, well, I'll just be a wizard, and that's that, done. <laughs> yeah. Next question then. Um, uh, Leeds Explorer. Leeds, 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 Leeds. If Joey von Pinecone was to enter, was to ever retire, the trusty Coleman, what tent has he had his eyes on? Would anything Oof. be able to compete with the trusty Coleman? Interesting that you sent that before. Interesting. Before you uh, became a Lanshan member. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and ever since you got one way back, I have had my eye on the Lanshan as the possible replacement. Yeah. For I mean, the Coleman. Was it? It was about hundred and fifty quid. It, like, you can't. Yeah. And I keep going back to it, and I think oh, I can't keep using the same tent because. People want to see me use different stuff and explore different tents and all that. And yeah. That, that thing would, got me, the did like, from start to finish, Kate Raft Trail without a, without a hiccup. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's... I, I mean, the more. only thing I'd say is that <clears throat> if I, you know, I like that, what was the other tent that you had when we did the um, Esk Sorcerer? Oh, the big Agnes Copper Spur. I yeah. like that. I yeah. like the look of that. Well, as, a, as a pole tent version, you know. I've just I mean? got the um, I've got the three man version of that, right? Uh, the three man bike packing version of it. So the poles break down smaller. That sounds like an yeah. That that sounds like something that maybe I would be interested in as well. Yeah, you can attach it to your frames. It's got like attachment points for your bike helmet and on the outside to put your wet clothes. And it's a three man tent, and it's still like it's stupidly light. Yeah. Um, but but at the moment I'm happy. 
I'm happy where I am. Milan, Shannon, uh, and Coleman. Coleman still in wings. And when will Coleman get a, uh, get an airing out Officially. now? When will it get out? When will it get an airing out? Like if you, if you, I guess if you're not using your hiking poles. Yeah, yeah, that's at the moment. It'll be kept there for that reason, I think. And and the other thing about it that's good is in the summer, when you, if you know it's not going to rain, it is great for that. Yeah. Just being like a um, fly only. It's like a hoop bivy. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a Bosch hoop bivy, basically. Yeah, inner only. It works great for that because you don't feel con- so constricted then. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's good for that. And it's just real lightweight, super simple summer camp. So we yeah. might still see the Coleman getting a, getting an outing. Um, cheers, lose, lose, lose. <laughs> Shane. What was your very first multi-day hike and how did you get on? And did you ever need to bail on any multi-day hike ever? Um, My first ever multi-day hike, if we're classing a multi-days over two days, was the Adrian's Wall back in the day. I even oh, got back in, in Adrian's day. Back in Adrian's day. I got into... Uh, Front page at York Press, actually. <laughs> I've still got well, cut out somewhere. Walking. Yeah. Man walks. Man walks. But th- you got this was like this was before the internet, before like you know social media and all this sort of stuff. So hiking wasn't as popular. Camping definitely wasn't as popular. And I'd I'd got out of remission from my cancer, and I was like, right, I'm going to do this for Cancer Research UK. So I think I, re- I maybe raised about 800 quid um, and uh, did that. We, me and Gaz did it. Oh, nice. Our mate Gaz. Um, but back then, I mean, I just, we were just winging it, man. We were just like walking along with like bottles of wine and that. <laughs> mm. Just winging it and keeping it bushcraft as well. Just like dipping into woods for fires and stuff on an evening. But it was lovely. Didn't film any of it. Didn't take a single photo. Just did it. What What's longest? You, uh, what was first one you've done? First multi day hike was it'll have been that one we the one we did, which was the first ever video to be published. Oh yeah, under the Haze Outdoors moniker. Oh yeah, on on the YouTube's. Oh, it's not actually the first video. If you scroll back, it's not the first video. I did put it on a few videos later and been like. It was the yeah, first thing it, we filmed because it's yeah. all in portrait mode, just on my phone, isn't it? Yeah, so awesome. I think that was the first. That's the first multi day I've ever done. Yeah, ah, that was good. That that how many days? That was like two or three nights. Yeah, it's two nights, three days, I think, something like that. Yeah, God, a man, um, yeah. So nowadays, yeah. I did all that section in one, like, and more in a day. I got to Robin Hood's Bay. Yeah, which but we is were insane. We were purposefully fishing we, we, we were spend like two hours or three hours fishing no we were fishing foraging we <laughs> caught a place and cooked it up didn't we as we were yeah you know that takes a bit of time yeah uh, we were in no rush i love them sort of hikes and i've started to do them a little bit more my last one in the lakes where you just slow it down a little bit don't try and crunch out the miles and just sort of if you see somewhere to swim stop and have a swim or i don't know there's something nice about it yeah and have you ever had to bail no I've never bailed. Must have been close. Um, oh, yeah. I've ne- I always get close because I'm an emotional wreck. Um, but I always push through. 
<laughs> I always push through. The um, the one in winter I did the lake, the, the Lake District round or whatever it's called in winter. I had to jump off the trail halfway around, mm. but that's because I had to get down to London to pick Fern up because she was getting back from Sri Lanka, and then I came back up and joined the trail again. Did the second half, right? But it wasn't a bailing. It wasn't like a I can't I can't I'm out. But I've luckily never. You know, I've never had any bad things happen, touch wood. Except for on the coast to coast, I went over on my ankle on second day. Yeah. Sprained my ankle. But I just carried on. Um, I suppose the key things would be some sort of key equipment failure, yeah. injury, or I don't know what else. For or me, totally not a weather. Or, or, or outside, like something with family or something like that, or ex- external. Yeah, problems. Pretty much death is the only thing that'll stop me once I get going. Death and my left hook. Your death, and your left hook is the only, and which is one in the same thing is all that'll stop me. I did coast to coast with a, like a twisted ankle. I was, it was like a balloon when I'd finished. I was struggling to put weight on it, but when you when you've put a lot of effort into planning and you've got you've only got this small window to do it. I'll put up with a lot. Like, I'll walk through blisters and chafing and sprains and kit failure yeah. and heat. Because at the end, in the end of the day, you know it's not forever, isn't it? That's the thing you, you're telling yourself, is that it's not. It's not forever. It'll be a memory, moment. you know. It'll be, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. You're never going to remember the time you bailed. You've got to get just pushed through. That's a bit bravado-y, but that's just how I feel. I feel like you just do everything you can to get to end once you've set your mission. Um, David... Caramella. Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Big fan. It's either David Ciramella or Caramella. David C. What's your spirit shroom and why? And borrowing f- from the off-menu podcast slightly, what would be your dream meal in Woods? Start a main dessert, beverage and location. What's your spirit shroom and why, Joseph? Spirit shroom? I've never heard that question. That's a good one. Um, my spirit shroom. I guess it's a um, cauliflower fungus because it's hair, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You sort of look like one. Or would you have one that you feel an affinity with? Um... Maybe the chanterelle. Really? Yeah. But we found I them. Why. I don't know why. I just we found just... them the other day, and you were. I didn't see you yeah. like praying to it or doing anything. <laughs> All right. Um, giant puffball. <laughs> That's it. There she is. <laughs> there she is. Um, I'd say puffballed. I don't know. Liberty caps, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, they're they're more reason one their spirit. They're a spiritual mushroom, aren't they? But then I really have an affinity with hedgehog mushrooms because yeah. they're one of the first that I started to identify. And my patch in Yorkshire is one of the best mushroom patches, full stop. Um, and it never fails to give the goods. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I've eaten them <coughs> the most. And they're such a lovely mushroom. I just get excited when I see them. Love them. I love all mushrooms. I do, I mate. I can't nail it down. We, we had this sort of 
quick discussion on this, didn't we? Yeah, is there all? Although, is... although I'd say the set is is the one that I get sort of the most excited about seeing. You know, it gives me, it gets me giddy. I, I do that about most of them, to be honest. Yeah, I am. Any sort, I sort of... of, I sort of hunt for the set more than I hunt for anything else. Yeah, and you in know, hunting it, for the set, you'll find other stuff. You find other stuff that I get equally as excited about. Like if I stumble across a hedgehog or a. I still get excited about that. Yeah. Even though it's more common. Oh, there is no... I mean, just like how excited we were to eat that comet, like a field mushroom, a horse Very mushroom, whatever it's called. Just. I was just excited. I was so excited when I found it, it wasn't dodgy. Yeah. That I was like, I was actually really ecstatic and just smashed up all of them in one go. Even a good, like a good um, uh, Amanita, like... Yeah, when it, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, like a dark woodland and that bright red and white classic toadstool, oh, it just looks beautiful. amazing, doesn't it? Beautiful. I love that time of year. I really, yeah. really think I think it's my favourite time of year. Um, and borrowing from the oil, Dream Mealint Woods start a main dessert beverages and location. <sighs> right, we'll start with location. Where you're going? Ain't woods. Oh, it can be a wood just. A specific wood, or just well, an area wood. maybe, or a type of woodland. Um, it'd have to be like old growth oak. Yeah. Woodland, something like that. Pretty much where <laughs> we camped before it passed. Yeah, I'm thinking of some of them places. I'm not going to name them. But no, yeah. but you know where there's stones and there's old oak. Yes. So you've yes, got it all. Yes. I agree with you. I'm there with you. Starter. Let's just go off things that we've cooked before. Yeah. Starters. Yeah. I can't, you can't really beat a really good sausage. Can you? <laughs> yeah, dude. On a I'm, stick. Dude, I'm taking sausage on a stick from Nairsborough Butchers. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, mate. They're in, that is as good a starter as you can get. Yeah. Main course. For me, it's got to be a slow cook, and it's got to be a curry. That curry, yeah, that curry we had in Dales, man, that time. Yeah. Where you made that spice mix, we put some coconut milk in it, we stewed it for is, ages. Is that the one where we used the black garlic lap? Yeah, black garlic, that one? yeah, yeah, that yeah. Because that just added that depth flavour that's just off the charts. It was off the it? charts, mate. Then I've been watching a lot of, uh, like... On BBC iPlayer, on um, like Master Chef and stuff like that, because it's it's what calms my brain. I don't watch telly much, but when I'm when I need something to sort of calm my brain, I love watching Master Chef. And they spent ages trying to get the depth of flavour that we got there, and they yeah. can't because it's like it's a wood smoked for like three or four hours. Yeah. Over the fire, just keep topping it up with like wine and water, and there's all the veggies in there, the, the herb mix. Ah, it was stunning. So that's our main dessert. We don't tend to do them, do we? No. You can't beat a good s'mores or like a marshmallow. Yeah. A baked apple. That can get to fuck. Oh, I'll tell you what. We had it was kind of a dessert. Uh, Pancakes. Blueberry pancakes. Yeah, they were nice. Some nice blueberry pancakes. Yeah. Is our dessert. And a beverage of choice. 
Beverage of choice, firewoods, it's got to be a red wine. Yeah, I'm taking a red wine. Also, here's some news. I'm going to be, uh, i got a new sponsor thing coming up with yeah. wine, mate. What? <laughs> wine. There's a company that, uh, you know, the ones that do like boxes of wine, all different, from, they, they pull them in from all over the world and then they send yeah, you like a box yeah. of all these good wines for the season yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a company and they, uh, they're pally with, because they do a beer one as well and they were like, do you want to work with us on this beer one? I was like, nah, I'm Northern Monk or nothing. Like I can't, I don't want to do any of the beers. Not yeah. that I'm, I'm not sponsored by Northern Monk or anything like that, but I'm really close friends with the owner and I just didn't want to do anything beer related and they were like perfect we do wine like that's our main thing right could could you tie any wine into any of your videos like yeah so I'm gonna get some wine <laughs> sweet 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 wine so well it's in when is it end of next month I only want red I only drink red yeah but I mean I'm happy to like hike up to the top of a mountain crack a bottle of rouge happy days yeah. going to woods light a fire crack a bottle of rouge and then um i'll get like a discount code for people to use to get deals on wine like a good i'm only gonna do it once but um yeah i think it's a good little thing if you're if you're into your wines i know it's a bit excessive in it when there's a cost of living crisis going on you're not gonna be like oh, i better get a load of wine but some people just love wines yeah like fern's dad always has wine in house yeah, can't deny a nice bottle of wine. You can't deny the wine. So we're having wine. There it is, done. An oak woodland, drinking red wine, eating sausages, curry and pancakes. Glorious. Ooh, we could do that right now. That's mate. nice times, that, isn't it? Uh, Benny we could, G- we could We could literally reenact that this winter. Oh, note to self. In fact, I'll write that down. We could do that, couldn't we? That's how we perfect... could make that. We could make that happen, dude. That would be a mint video, or just a mint thing to do in general. Is just like, right, let's take the best of our things that we've done and create yeah. our perfect bushcraft menu. Yeah. And cook it up, and treat yeah. ourselves like queens. You, we could even, if we if we really wanted to go to town, we could literally go to Nesborough Butchers. Then we could go and find some that place that did the thing. <laughs> you could go to town and like, let's do it. <coughs> that's not a bad thing to do, is it? No, that's a lovely thing to do. And also, I've been pining for—I don't know what it is. Summer in me, like I, I think it's because last winter I didn't do as much bushcraft as I would like, mm. and I've really been. You know, I've unpacked all my stuff now, and I keep looking at my axe and my saw <laughs> and my like my yeah. fire lighting kit, and I'm like. Ah, this is, I want to get back in woods. I'm ready. I'm ready to bushcraft. I'm ready just to hang up my hiking boots and get tucked into the woods for a bit because I know it's only July, but I feel like it's been a bit of a wet summer and it's made me just lean towards being like, right, let's get into the woods. Yeah. So I think yeah. this winter I'm going to really, I'm just going to spend a lot of time getting back into bushcraft, man. Yeah. Because love it. Benny G., uh, sorry if this has been answered in a podcast. I'm a couple behind, embarrassing for me. But what came of the tat that Von Deuce was going to scrape into you that we were making suggestions for? Yeah, what came of that, yeah? Good uh, question. Yeah. Well asked. Uh, the thing is... What uh, actually came of We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I just need to go back and see what was the winning tattoo. 
<laughs> Shall I do it now? No. No, get some research on that. Well, after, that yeah, that could be a whole new that could be a whole podcast, couldn't it? I'll research it and then I'll get my mate. podcast. I'll get my mate James Butler to do it, and then whatever it is, we'll do it within reason. I'm not getting like a knob done on me or out like that. But if it's something daft like a latch or a lock or something like that, yeah. And uh, and obviously I'm doing the tattooing. You're doing tattooing, but as long as you can pr- like do a bit of ham or something like that, or do a. Because it's fucking hard, man. Have you ever tried? Yeah, we've t- it's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah, that I've had a go at it. Yeah, 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 it's difficult. Okay, well, thanks for that, Benny G. We will uh, we'll add that to the list of things to do. <laughs> I'll definitely get it done, actually. Fuck it. We'll just make a podcast about it, film it, and then regret it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Theo Paul, what's the doomest thing either of you slinkers have found on your quest? The doomest thing. I don't. Has he misspelt coolest? Do you think? Doomest. C near the D. What's the doomest? That's not a word, is it? No. Ah, right. Should we pretend he said coolest? What's the coolest thing either of you slinkers have found on your quests? Found. Yeah. What's the coolest yeah. thing? Oh dear. Uh, the um, whale bones. I was just going to say that. I was just gonna say that, but quite some distance, to be honest. Yeah, that's the coolest thing I've ever found. Yeah, a f- dead whale. You still got them? <laughs> you still got them? Yeah, of course, mate. They're in storage. Yeah. I'm never gonna get rid of them ever. Yeah, dude, we went to uh, Go Ape the other day. I took uh, Kaya, me and Fern took Kaya to Go Ape when we were up north. Yeah. And the the, la- the you get someone assigned to you who teaches you all ropes and that. Uh, and he was a fan. He was he watches me videos and that. Like got a photo before we started, and he he was chatting to me and he knew about the whale, and he was like, "Oh mate, there was a a fin whale washed up near Bridlington or somewhere like that the other day," and he'd gone, and uh, he was like, "I laid next to it and flew me drone." I was like, "Show us, mate. Show us." He showed me a photo, mate. It was unreal. This a fin whale. To put it mm-hmm. into context, mate. I think what we found was a mink whale, and it's about twice as big as that. Yeah. It was massive, this thing. Um, And the Coast Guard were like, don't touch it. And when he got to it, it was alive. Whoa. And it just had to die, which is quite sad. Yeah. But what you can do, and then the Coast Guard were like, don't touch it, you're not allowed to touch it. And then they took it away. What? Cool, what, what yeah. Tragic. Cool. Tragic, but cool. Um, so yeah, both Saint Whalebones. Uh, Dominic Whiteman. I miss them old school videos of you and Joy Von Tinderbull and the Lake Eric Grimes going out to woods for a couple of days, having a fire, cooking up some food and doing beer reviews. Any chance of a return to those days? I also love your current videos. I'm just being nostal- nostalgic. Keep up the well, good work. Lots planned, of love. We just planned one in, haven't we? Yeah, well, that's it. <clears throat> Next year. And as we keep saying, obviously Joe's got little kids, so it's difficult to always get out. But as the kids grow older and, you know, they get a bit more independent we, or, you know, Joe gets they sick of it a bit more. They better get more independent as they get older. That yeah. would be, uh, <laughs> be horrendous a if they got less, less independent. As they got oh, older. yeah, that's some sort of neurological <laughs> disease. Where still wiping it, still <laughs> wiping their ass at 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble there. <laughs> uh, but no, we talk about it a lot and, it, and, and we've got some good things coming up, but... I know what you mean. Like, I do yearn for them. 
then relaxing like you pitch up your camp you've got two days we talked about it on our hike where you've yeah. just got two days or three days of just like Chilling. right that's it yeah we just around camp maybe whittle a spoon just chat yeah. maybe have a day drink maybe play with catapult Ugh, lovely stuff and uh we i think we love it so much that i don't think we'll ever stop doing that no, no. Things come in waves and phases, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and when you're, when you're busy with other things, it's difficult. Um, and plus, part, part of it is, like, at the moment, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a bit of a sort of, like, yeah, get into a sort of healthy health kick. I want to yeah. push myself physically. So, you know, when, when I want to meet up with you, it's I want to tag on with the hiking rather than sitting and drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but that doesn't mean yeah. that that's... That's true, because it can it, do, it does get a bit mad. You end up leaving like our camps that we used to do. You end up leaving like you just got back from Glastonbury. <laughs> I mean, we used to get yeah, we used to consume a lot. <laughs> we were consumers, weren't we? And we I think... consumed smoke, food, and you know, lots of booze. plenty of booze. So you, you know, and smelled it... like a kipper. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant smokers in marijuana. What? What the hell? I never inhaled. <laughs> um, yeah, they, yeah. You can't keep them times up. They were glorious, but and we will get back into them. But like Joe says, we, you, and if you look back at old videos, you can see us. We just drink so much and get smashed. But I think we'll be doing a few more. Maybe next year, next winter, or oh, this winter, we'll do that one that we said our perfect yeah. bushcraft meal. Yeah, yeah. And we'll instead of uh, beers, we'll maybe uh, take you. For a trip around uh, southern France with some nice Merlot, yeah, we'll definitely squeeze <laughs> that. In. Happy days. Um, right, last one. Hypnic jerky. I'd like to lower the tone a little bit and ask. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. He says, Ray stands. Egon Spengler, Peter Venkman. You got a shag one, kill one, and eat one. Go. Um, um, I'm not eating Egon, obviously. Why? He's a he's a bony guy, and he's a tall one. Is that the tall one? Um, wait a minute. I can't remember. Egon Spengler was gangly one, yeah. That yeah, would that'd be like when he had mad air. That'd be like cannibalism for you. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I got no signal because I'm on my phone and I'm using my phone now. Um, I'm sh what I'm doing is I'm shagging them all, then I'm killing them all, and then I'm eating them all. Good plan. In it. Good plan. And then I'm off to Benny Dorm with Slimer because <laughs> he's got he's he's got <laughs> bants. Slimer and Janice. Is it Janice who's the secretary? The secretary. What are you thinking about? Yeah, there's a fame. There's the secretary woman who answers the phone, isn't there? She's all like crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's been so long. All I remember is being like two of the most scariest things ever was the guy in the painting with bald head. Yeah. And in the library, when there's that woman reading the book, and then she just turns around and goes like, ah, and it, was, it was terrifying as watching that. <laughs> Truly terrifying. Right. Thanks for your questions, everyone. I hope we did um, did them justice. Probably not, but they're there for all of eternity on the internet to peruse. <laughs> uh, and that's it done, right? Basically, we're going to, coming up, 
Well, I'm gonna. You're gonna get an exclusive here. Can you? Are you all right for five minutes, Joe? Yes. Right. An exclusive is our next adventure, which it wasn't born on this last hike. It was galvanized because we have talked about it for quite some time now. Yeah. And it is doing the Like Wake Walk, which is a forty odd mile hike. Forty two. Forty two mile hike across the North Yorkshire Moors. In a wanna, so yeah. it will be the longest I've ever hiked in a a single sitting, and it'll certainly be the longest Joe's ever hiked in a single sitting. Yeah. Um, it possibly be the longest you've hiked even during even with multi days. No. No. Oh, in in t- in total. Yeah, I mean, because maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that one we did the other day, even though it was three days, was only thirty. Was yeah, like I, yeah, possibly was yeah. only thirty six. Yeah. So we've got our work cut out for us and we're planning to do it. I won't tell you the exact date, but we're going to do it in September. And most people do this in over the solstice in summer. So you get maximum daylight because obviously you're walking for like you could be walking for up to 24 hours. So you need to maximize your your daylight. But we're going to gun it because time, you know, our schedules have aligned at this specific date. So we're going to do it in September and we're going to just try and get it done and we're going to do it for Cancer Research UK. I've already set a Just Giving page up today, which I will put out live um, before I set off on my next hike. So in the next few days, I'll put it live. And we're just going to make a little bit bit of money back for Cancer Research UK. One of our best mates, his girlfriend, who's also a mate, he's suffering with uh, cancer at the moment. Um... I've been saved by the NHS and cancer research, so and we've all been affected by it in some way, I'm sure. So we're gonna yeah. raise a little bit of money and try not to fail at this. I, I mean, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Uh, well, I say train. I'm just about to go on a ten, you know, yeah, a two hundred mile hike. So I think that'll be my training. Yeah, but it's different start training. It's being tired. It's been getting used to being tired as well. Yeah navigating yeah. it dark the thing is though it is the thing that's sort of in the back of my mind is that yeah i, f- I feel the sort of sort of trepidation but I, i'm always i'm also thinking it's a wanna that's it it's not, it's not like no. you have to get up the next day and do it again just and leave get it all out there man. It again it's like you've just got to get through that day yeah you've just got to get through that day yeah even it's if one you, day yeah if even if you've got bliss and stuff just tape them up and just keep going keep going keep the caffeine coming yeah you know keep the calories flowing yeah it's we, that isn't it? it's yeah keep that's hydrated it. that's yeah. it that's one i did iron man they say that that like cause it's a three part like a three discipline they say the fourth discipline is nutrition and mm. hydration because you it's important not to like peak and then like get them dips and troughs where you might have too much sugar and then you you yeah. got to sort of keep it a look like a steady um a steady output yeah like calories and carbs and I all mean, that there's no doubt it's gonna be super hard though solid man i'm gonna suffer yeah sure we're both gonna suffer mate you've got a decent mm-hmm. engine on you you've got a decent engine i think you i think you'll be all right yeah i think and we'll... then the next the next day is just gonna be all right so it's a write-off tired my dad's on holiday as well, so your man might have to come pick us up, or we can just make out. We can just we'll figure something out. Yeah. 
um, off the podcast, I'll chat to you because I've had a couple of good ideas for right, for the right. start, how we're going to start it. But yeah, yeah. so we're going to have to research what sort of equipment we're going to take for that because it's obviously it's a lot different to a long distance hike where you're camping. So we just we'll have to strip stuff back, keep it as light as possible. Torches are going to be important. Navigation important. What you're carrying your water in. There's not a lot of places to um, to purify water along the way, so we're going to maybe have to take set off with some pretty heavy water and then stock up mm-hmm. halfway at the pub at the um, Red Lion. There's a lot to think about, but we're doing it. It's too late now. Just giving page has been made. <laughs> we're doing it. And we're going to do it. We're going to conquer it. And I'm going to try and make a film of it as best I can. I know it's going to be a tough one because we're going to be, especially in the end, we're not going to want to be talking because we'll be... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's part of it, though, if you can film it, and it's the suffer fest of it. It is, yeah. Have a good grumble on film. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be funny. It'll make for a funny video. I'll maybe try and take my drone and my GoPro and stuff and make it as as bonny as I can to tell a story, but the story will write itself, won't it, whether we do it or not, or how hard it is. Yeah. And hopefully we get decent weather. Yeah. Because that's another factor, isn't it? And then we can officially buy the T-shirt, can't we? Well, you get officially, you get um, a, like a patch of a coffin. It's got, um, I think it's a candle on it, a coffin with a candle mm. and a star. It looks very like, um, is it Judaic? Is that a word? Yeah. Is it? I it looks it very be. like that, the star like the star of David and a candle on it. I don't yeah. know why. But. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll talk more on the Lightweight Walk, on uh, up and coming videos and stuff like that. I'll fill everybody in and that's something that will be coming up. And that's it. You got out to plug, Joe. You're doing <laughs> touring or selling gates online or out? Uh, yeah, gates, gates, gates. <laughs> gates, gates, gates. I'll tell you what I do want, though. When you do get that gate finished, you need to do, just on your phone, just film me a latch and lock. All right, I will. And send it over, because you need to be redeemed. I'll, I will, yeah. Good, man. Right, happy days. That was wonderful, mate. Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. No um, worries, man. I'll be in touch with you in the next few days anyway, and we'll chat about uh, yeah. about the lightweight walk. Right, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Say goodbye, Joseph. Say goodbye, Joseph. Goodbye. See you later, mate. See you, mate.